0: Hello. Welcome to Starship Atlas Morning News Show. I'm your host, Anton Ingrid Loeffler. Let's get started. Now, my voice may sound a bit unfamiliar to some of you. Um, as of yesterday, I was officially transferred from the Starship Granada to replace Lieutenant Bob Andres. The beloved Bob reached his retirement date and is now heading to his home planet of Exorithia to enjoy his retirement. Our Starship Atlas left from star station Daedalus about six hours ago, where we picked up supplies and your friendly morning news host. In addition to your friendly morning news host, Starship Atlas has also picked up 36 new crew members. Please be kind to us newbies, help us if we get lost, and please, please don't get mad when your new mates snore or whistle or rap in their sleep. Personally, I'd like to issue a preemptive apology to my new bunkmate, junior hospitality agent Mackenzie Cloud. Sleep whistling only happens when I'm homesick. We would also like to wish a fond farewell to the 23 crew members who have left the Atlas for other adventures. In addition to our new crew, the Starship Atlas has undergone a bit of a makeover. During this day at Star Station Daylist, Captain Atwood authorized an addition. That addition has been classified as a trade center. It has a large atrium that can hold many vendor booths, and it is an extra bonus, it has extra hangar parking. Rumor has it that there will be a Calvarian popcorn vendor aboard. We're going to take a tour of the Trade Center later this episode, so we'll be able to verify in person if they're here. Moving on to our mission schedule. Our mission orders have officially been announced by Captain Atwood and First Officer Waz. The Starship Atlas will make six port of calls as it travels through the Beta Centauri system to the Pollux system. Once we reach our final port of call, the Arch of Liberty, we will receive mission orders and a new course back to the Star Station Daedalus. Our navigation team believes that the mission to the Arch of Liberty will take a little under a Europa year. If you are interested in learning more about our mission schedule, please check your RIS portals. The navigation team will continue to provide updated travel estimates as our mission develops. Our first port of call is the Magellan Station. The navigation team estimates that it will take about 57 days to arrive. Once we arrive, we are scheduled to stay for two weeks. After our time at the Magellan Station is deemed to be complete by Captain Atwood, we will be given shore leave and a luxury vacation at the planet of Darnelia. Now, for those of you who have never heard of Darnelia, it is the perfectly temperate planet owned by a couple that has dictated that only those vacationing can visit the planet. No one can do business, or buy anything, or work. You can only sit on the beach, and read, or swim in the cool blue waters. Feeling hungry? Eat from the Endless Buffet. Literally Endless. Last time I was there, I tried to walk to the end and I got too tired about after half a mile or so. Feeling tired? Nap in your hammock. It's a version of heaven. The captain has announced that our shore leave at Dornelia will be for a minimum of 72 hours and a maximum of 5 days. Moving on to ship announcements. Please be advised, Captain Atwood is currently entertaining the Ambassador and Delegates from Corinus. They will be staying in the Hospitality Wing on Deck 23. We are escorting them to the Magellan Station, where they will be meeting their ship and heading onward to their home planet. A gentle reminder to please avoid making eye contact with the 10 Delegates. Under our hospitality traditions with Corinus, only our senior crew can make eye contact with the Delegates. Citizens of Carinus are telepathic through eye contact, but it is very draining on them. We thank you for your patience. And now, time for the news of our glorious Europa Union. The President of the Europa Union, Marka Hadrathesis, has announced that we have six new planetary candidates. Each planet has submitted 45,000 page applications, genetic profiles, and an offering of representative artwork for Constitutional Hall. President Hadrothesis has ordered every one of the 649 current member planets to send a delegate to the president's space station. Together, they will begin the review and debate process to see if the six planetary candidates are worthy of admittance. In other news, the Luternians of the Adraxi system have announced that they will be leaving Adraxi to join the Anari Union. Political analysts have indicated that this will be a massive power shift in the Chaldanian planetary system. These analysts have speculated that the transfer of power to the Unari Union could prove to be the spark that starts the war between the Hydraxia and the Unari. At a press conference, reporters have asked President Hadrotheses where Europa would side. They noted that it was not up to them, but rather the full Europa Union to decide at next month's Convocation of Planets. Press Secretary Jane Penny has asked all reporters to note in their reports that President is an administrative power, not a war power. The New Times Galactic News this morning published an interview with the planet of Copernicus as esteemed political analyst Jeffrey Therusian. Therusian noted that President Hadrothesis has a history of siding with the Adraxi in Galactic Union disputes. He is quoted as saying, it is likely that President Hadrothesis would side with the Adraxi if war broke out. President Hadrothesis' office could not be reached for comment on Therusian's comments. For more information about what's going on in our galaxy, please check out the dining hall on Deck 10. Trade Center Arboretum or the Activity Center on deck 4, which all carry copies of all major newspapers, including the New Times Galactic News. And now for senior staff announcements. Our Chief Medical Officer, Lieutenant Commander Trisha Bittman, would like to remind everyone that in order to disembark at the upcoming shore leave in the luxury of the planet of Darnelia, you must have your vaccinations against the Heptarian flu and Dungarian fever poke syndrome. You can report to the Medical Bay to receive those. Our Chief of Hospitality, Lieutenant Commander M. Bella Sykes, has announced that there is a new hospitality poll that has gone live on your wrist portal. Questions include, Question one. What is the next musical you would like to see our theater troupe put on? A, The Galactic Ballad of Sean McCrady. B, Farmers in the Darnian Desert. C, Oklahoma in Space. Question two. Which theme do you want to see at the upcoming Junior Crew Banquet? A. Tropical. B. Ice Wind and Fire. C. None. Question 3. What movies do you want us to have available when we enter the Lyrize system and lose service to the Europa's movie archives? A. Honey I Shrunk the Kids. B. Cleopatra. C Osabo, the Bounty Hunter of Tarragon. D. The entire Jane Bond collection, all 34 movies, or E. All of the above. Chief Ambella Sykes of the Hospitality Team has one more question that will not be on the poll. They have asked if anyone knows how to sew. If so, will they sew a suit to suit Seraphina Sparks? Her costumes were ruined by a series of unfortunate errors during a rainy docking at the space station Atalia 39. Seraphina Sparks is the new soloist at the Europa Union Opera Union, and she will be performing at the reception of the Europa Union Science Convention. She joined our state ship at the star station Jadlius and is traveling with us to the Magellan Station. Please contact Chief Anne Sykes if this is a skill you have. This is some food for thought from our chief head chef, Elizabeth Brown. Do you know how many ways to cook an egg? Too many eggs, eggs are gross, that is all. Okay. Specials for the dinner meal in the dining room include the following. Rosemary encrusted lamb, Dijon covered taxi and pig, and sunflower infused limpus. All right, folks. Um, We're going to get a brief break now as I uh, travel down to the new trade center, Um, but in the meantime, hang tight and we'll be right back. Office, and now we're walking towards the brand and rather shiny new Trade Center edition. The Trade Center will be officially open for the first time when we arrive at the Magellan Station. Now the Trade Center, oh god, we're gonna really need a better name for this. Um, it's about seven decks tall and opens up into an atrium style lobby. There is space for 250 vendors at any given time. Since space is dark, we have installed false daylight panels to imitate the circadian rhythms wherever we have a port of call. So for example, when we reach the Magellan Station, um, I think it should be about 15 hours of sunlight, but when we get to Kintaris 9, there's only gonna be about three hours. I do have bad news for our crew. Um, okay, among our current vendors, we have about 50. There is no Calberian popcorn vendor. I repeat, no Calberian popcorn vendor. I personally apologize for this travesty, and I know others should as well. Hopefully, the Magellan Station provides us with that sweet, sweet nectar of Calbarian popcorn, because otherwise, I just don't know what we're going to do. <sighs> Moving on. Alright, so typically with trade ships like the Atlas, uh, vendors travel with us till the next part of call and then either fly their personal ship home or hop a different trade ship back to where they started. So, where are they going to keep their personal ships? In our new parking hangar! Yay! Our parking hangar has uh, two decks, one for long-term vendors' personal ships and the others for day and overnight visitors to the trade center. So you might ask, how do we maintain order when we have over hundreds of tiny ships flying at us like nuts on a summer day? Well, we are lucky to have Lieutenant Cynthia Burnham, our Head of Navigation Control. Now Cynthia assigns everyone parking spots and actually controls all of the traffic by herself. Um, it's helpful that she is a seven-headed and fourteen-armed Cerulean Cambrian. Each of her heads is a separate consciousness, but she doesn't like to go by plural pronouns. Please identify her at, with uh, the her, she pronouns. Cynthia herself is a big fan of Kelberian popcorn, so a word out there to potential vendors that if you want a good parking spot, maybe bring some popcorn, please. All right, so we're walking around the hangar of the Trade Center, and uh, you'll notice that there is one large elevator bank connecting the Trade Center to our main ship. In case of emergency, the Trade Center can actually detach from the main ship. So in that. Example, um, Cynthia would be in control of the thrusters and actually can guide the Trade Center, like, you know, for a little while to safer waters. Um, Also, as a fun fact, Cynthia would get an automatic promotion to captain. Uh, Since she does have separate heads, the separate consciousnesses, they have to choose one head actually to be a captain. So, in this case, head number four would take that honor. Let's just hope we don't actually have a future captain situation with that. Hello, Cynthia. How's it going? Anything you want to tell our listeners? Absolutely. Um, We'll definitely make sure to keep our trash in trash can and not leave anything on the consoles or floors of our new trade center. Thanks, Cynthia. Okay, we're going to head back to the comms room, so please give us a second to get back up there, and we'll be right back. Alrighty, we're back in the studio now. Junior Hospitality Agent Mackenzie Cloud has assured me that we are due to pick up a vendor at the Magellan station that will serve Calvarian popcorn. They're gonna ride with us from Magellan Station to the Direp Station. That means for the next 57 days we will not have Calvarian popcorn. Um so not still not ideal. But junior hospitality agent Mackenzie Cloud says that all complaints can be registered to your wrist portal. So get registering. I'm receiving reports that there have been some large thumping noises throughout Deck 13. The first set of reports claim that the thumps were evenly spaced throughout the deck, but then thumps compl- complained that they are coming from the ceiling in the Northern Lounge. Julie, I don't know what this means, but this is just very confusing, especially because I don't know how thumps could file claims. Security and our plumber Jeb have been sent to investigate it's see if it is a stowaway and uh, what type of stowaway. More on the story as it develops. Before we close for this morning, uh, please note that I'm really excited to be aboard here at the Starship Atlas. I want to thank Captain and Atwood and the Chief of Communications, Lieutenant Commander Owakami Noguoram for bringing me aboard. Um, I've been trying to think of a really good closing statement, but to be honest, I'm struggling. Your former morning news host, Lieutenant Bob Andres, really made the, no folks go forth unto today and make it a better one than yesterday closing quote which is just so good okay so my junior producer julie orleans and i uh, figured that for our new closing statement we're going to try out different ones until we find that one that sticks so we've put a collection box in the dining hall feel free to put in your suggestions so uh for today go do better than you did yesterday because yesterday was a stinker today should be better probably okay well We'll work on that. Have a great day. Hi guys, this is Sarah, uh, the creator of the Starship Atlas. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. This was my kind of brainchild and sometimes saving grace in the darker points of the pandemic um, and I'm really excited you finally get to hear it um, please feel free to check out my website starshipatlas.com or if you want to like and subscribe that would also be awesome and if you have thoughts or comments um, nice thoughts please uh, feel free to email me at starshipatlas@gmail.com. at gmail.com. all that information will be in the show notes so feel free to check it out alright thank you so much